0: You like Huey Lewis on the News? Their early work was a little too new wave for my taste. But when sports came out in 83, I think they really came into their own, commercially and artistically. The whole album has a clear, crisp sound and a new sheen of consummate professionalism that really gives the songs a big boost. He's been compared to Elvis Costello, but I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. In 87, Huey released this. Four. Their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip to be Square, a song so catchy. Most people probably don't listen to the lyrics, but they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends. It's also a personal statement about the band itself. Hey, Paul!
1: Taking Mr. Herman. <laughs> and poop again! Party on, dudes! five,
0: five, four, Three, two,
1: (laughs) extreme close-up!
0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, one and all, whenever you're listening. Welcome back into the Radcast, your one-stop shop for all the funky, cold Medina you can drink. I'm Steven. Hello. Hi. Who who, who might you be? Oh. You know. Okay. And today is special for two reasons number two i'm starting with number two because if i said number one our guests would get upset that she wasn't number one uh so number two it is the first edition of the radcast records which again uh, for those of you tuning in you didn't listen to our preview since we're splicing up each recording month into episode series our second week of episode series is um are, it sounds so weird to say episode Series-es. series. Yeah, it's the it's the it's first the technical episode of the yeah, radcast. Rad we've Kes done rec- music, episode. right? Yeah, yeah. we've we've done multiple music episodes, um, but this is the first formal music, you know, radcast records mm-hmm. where we talk about music. <laughs> exactly, coronavirus. No, it's, <laughs> here's the thing. Our mom actually just walked in not too, like a couple minutes ago, and I've had seasonal allergies my whole life. Yeah. And I know what it feels like, but with all this coronavirus panic, and I mean, to those of you out there, all over, wherever you're listening, if you know, you're probably dealing with the panic of the coronavirus, to mm-hmm. that, uh, we're dealing with it here, not actually not too far from where we live in the county yeah. of St. Louis. Uh, our heart goes out to you, our thoughts and prayers go out to you uh, because it this sucks. And, uh, hopefully it can dissipate pretty soon. And this just becomes something we can contain. It all becomes just a part of the past pleasant memory, a, a, a pleasant memory, something we can all look back on and be like, you know, I survived that. But to everybody who suffered through it, who's lost loved ones through it, you know, I'm, we're sorry to hear that our thoughts and prayers go out to you. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully we can find some healing and some recovery and some peace through this, through the radcast. I hope so So uh, again, this is the Radcast Records And the number one reason that this is special Is after two years of mentions On almost 100 podcast episodes Between the two podcasts Matt and I have our mom has been has come up numerous times through numerous stories because, obviously, uh, but she is on today as our guest to talk about our subject, which is Huey Lewis and the Mother flipping News. So we all love Huey Lewis for multiple reasons, and you'll hear why when we get into the discussion, and we'll get into that discussion in just a second, but first, Matt, would you want to hit everybody with the socials? Yes, you can find us on Instagram. We're at the Radcast, and that's cast with a K, all one word. Uh so find us there, you'll see our logo and uh yeah, go follow us and like our stuff and engage with us. Eng- Dropping our DMs, please. Yeah. If uh, if only for oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Well, you said uh, it sounded like you are going to say something No, else. please. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I mean, if only just to get one of these shout-outs. Yes, because we got, got some, some yeah. shout-outs today. So, continued shout-outs to Jeff Wright Designs. Mm-hmm. Go find him on all social media. Proper General Podcast, The Matthews Method Podcast, and You Haven't Played What? Podcast with our buddy, Chris Haney. Uh, and also, to our post-alike people. I don't know why I said it like that. Post-alike. I, I said I, on Instagram... Our Tuesday post likes, I'm going to pull that here. About our Crow episode, our yeah, season our premiere, which is like, has had some huge growth. Yes. Thank you to those who listened. Little Tyler must be flapping his gums at people to promote it. Yeah. But uh, thank you to those in Illinois, Missouri, Virginia, Colorado, and Texas who helped bring that to 70 downloads. So that's actually pretty great for us because, yeah. you know, usually we average about maybe 35 or 40. In, in, the in, the in the first week, or week. So. right, right, yeah. right. Uh, but to those who liked our Tuesday post about our episode dropping, uh, Tyler Webster, obviously T Webby ninety eight, uh, Andy R W six, which is Andrew who's on the Incubus episode, Shells Bells, which is our friend Shelby out in Decatur, mm-hmm. uh, Mads and Movies, which is Mads and Movies is that a podcast they follow us, I think so. Okay, but they they like a lot of our stuff. They're yeah. cool. Um, yeah, me. <laughs> uh, uh, after sports and more, after sports and entertainment. Um, so, sports and entertainment. That guy's Instagram really page. good about liking our stuff, too. Cool. And then uh, Reese's underscore pieces X, Reese Arcanati, a friend of Tyler. Mm-hmm. So, thank you very much, all of you out there. For liking that post. Thank you for listening. And hopefully we can double those first week listens with this episode. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be hip squares with the biggest square of them all, our mom. So stay tuned here on the radcast. We now return. To the
1: radcast <laughs> yeah mom's a bit are we gonna play some music while we're
0: we'll just drown out and oh, yeah we'll play yeah. it loud enough to where no one can hear what we're saying yeah. uh yeah you walked right in and you just you, a you texted us and you're like i'm stopping to get a soda my first thought was classic classic you can't Mom. go without your soda no, what are man. you drinking diet coke Di- of course, I <laughs> said no, man. <laughs> and then, and then, in classic mom fashion again, you sat down at your mic. You plopped down a magazine and checks mix. I was like, "Are you even going to engage in this? Are you just are you here to listen? Because you don't get to see us that and often." And <laughs> are right. talking with something. In the corner of my eyes, she's just flipping through her magazine. <laughs> yes. Hey,
1: you are like no guest gives us this much disrespect. <laughs> yes. just here to be in your presence. Yeah, thank just you to watch and look at you in awe. Like God. I have the day that since the day you were born,
0: you're a creep.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just couldn't believe that that came out of me. What? And, oh. and then, <laughs> then
0: another. Then you're like, oh, thank God. It's like, oh, we got another one. Another <laughs> one. Like, what? You know, it's like you know, the greatest like trap in. It's like the great escape. There's <laughs> <laughs> another one poking through the wall. You <laughs> always proposed it to us, like you and Dad didn't. I mean you didn't expect me. And I, in my head, it was always like the day, like that, like the day (laughs) Steven is being born. Like, all right, strapping for another one. You're like, what? (laughs) No, I was just about to
1: sip on my diet Coke, (laughs) have some of my Munchies ultimate
0: cheddar mix. Yeah.
1: I didn't drink diet Coke when I was pregnant.
0: What'd you drink? Water. Diet beer.
1: Water. No. (laughs) No.
0: How many cigarettes did you smoke when you were pregnant with us? Zero. Okay, I, I was gonna say that explains cigarettes. a lot. I detest
1: you? cigarettes.
0: You just you just ostracized our entire cigarette-listening population. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry, Joe Camel. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Joe Camel. Your penis head. <laughs> I see a
1: shot glass. Are we gonna be doing shots? No, no,
0: we don't have any. You don't well, need anything. Movies aren't shot in order to <laughs> to look like they are. I was
1: just um. I don't know if it was. I was reading an article or listening to a podcast, but there was they were talking about a movie that was actually shot there are, in yeah. order. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, there are definitely and movies it's, that it, do that. That's an
1: oddity. Mm-hmm. But this movie was shot in order, and I wish I could remember which movie it was because it was like uh, I think it's a classic.
0: American mm-hmm. Psycho. No. Rope. <laughs> the no. Alfred Hitchcock movie. That was what. That was like. Only thirteen separate shots. Right. Which is no, crazy. I think it was actually seven. Jeez. Yeah, it's like seven that, separate
1: uh, shots. And I, I had never seen that movie until a couple of years ago, and it was like, that is a creepy yeah oh, movie. Yeah. And Jimmy Stewart is so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah. You and know, she, you you
1: kind of yeah. looking at him like is. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy?
0: I think he's just pragmatic because he plays a college professor. I think he's just rational, pragmatic, and wants to see every side to. I haven't seen it in years. And if you've seen God is Not Dead, you know college professors are heathens. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. All of them are atheists. All they they want to do is test your faith and make fun of you instead of conducting a class and just not worrying about one student. And all of them are that creep Kevin Sorbo. Yeah.
1: I've never seen that movie. Neither don't, have I. don't waste your time. Yeah,
0: I haven't either. But don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hopefully you're not wasting your time coming back in to the Radcast. Welcome back in, and we're going to be jumping in with our first edition of <clears> the <throat> Radcast Records. You want to listen to some records?
1: us. <laughs> I'm afraid you're just
0: too darn loud. And then that's where the song plays. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> like, I Why thought don't we're gonna, you sing a song? I thought we were going to play music. <laughs> we don't. Love. That's not live in doo, studio. Doo. Yeah, I don't <laughs> press a button in that place. I have to put that in and post. Mm. Yeah. Well, welcome back in. Again, this is the Radcast Records, and we're going to be talking about Huey Lewis and the news. Or as one-time Uh, past guest Jess Weed accidentally said Harry Lewis and the nudes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) No, she doesn't say that on accident. She says it on purpose. Oh, well then, I mean, it's funny either way. Yeah. And it's not often you get to sit down with your number one fan. So we're just going to have to settle for our mom. So, uh, hey, how's it going? Hey, guys. Hey, so actually, speaking of fans, we did have a few fan questions. um, Oh, boy. uh, Several, so... We one fan question is where do you get your material?
1: My material? Your Are we talking material. about fabric or? <laughs> I go to Joann's. I didn't even think about that. I go to Joann's <laughs> or or uh, Hobby Lobby. Comedy material? <laughs> oh yeah. My God. Oh, you got no from your Us? dad. From your dad, he I feeds you
0: all your material through a head, a head like an earpiece. Yep. Piece. yep. That's I don't it. think so. And then <laughs> you just hear a muffled,
1: Oh damn it, Don, I spilled cough in my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this is going to be a G rated Yes, podcast. Yes, yes. Although, this... by
0: default, our episodes always have um, explicit on them okay. on Spotify. So, okay. I, yeah, they're right. an accessory to a crime I, this okay. morning. I am going to say, for those of you who come in and listen to our, and come in explicitly for explicitly for our profanities, uh, you will be disappointed today because, <laughs> yeah. out of respect our for our mom, stick in the mud. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're not going to swear on yeah. this yeah. episode. Where do you get Good. your comedy material? Not like your, not like where do you get your comedic timing, but you have several jokes that we relay to friends that are like are really? purely silly. Yeah, goofy. you're like a mythical figure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Not a mythical monster, I hope. Yeah, no. well, it depends <laughs> on who you ask. <laughs> Katie Wright, I and I
0: quote, said, <laughs> you're the goat, which means greatest of all time.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, oh. so where
0: do you get your material?
1: I don't know. It just pops in my head.
0: I just opened my mouth and out it came. There,
1: there it goes. I'm just a comedic genius. I, I agree. agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was the, that was actually the only fan question.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there might be more after this episode. Who knows? But our mom is with us to talk about Huey Lewis and the news. Um, I have, like with our Journey episode, I have some kind of history bullet points, if okay. you don't mind me reading them. No, that's them. great. Um, so you can for, read your magazine while he reads the yeah, yeah. Exactly. Eat your checks mix. Yeah. yeah.
1: And for the viewers, here's a picture of what Huey Lewis looks like yes, now.
0: For the viewers. Yep. Yeah. There it is. There's that comedic <laughs> dynamo. I don't Classic. know if we're going to be able to keep up today. <laughs> yes. So Huey Lewis mm-hmm. in the news is a fusion of rock, blues, soul, R&B, with elements of duop backed by a mm-hmm. horn section led by the textured, husky, soulful voice of one Huey Lewis. Lewis. And that's the thing is like almost all their songs, it's not like you get one or the other. Almost no. all their songs incorporate all of It's a fusion of, that. of everything. Well, and, yeah.
1: that, and that was when they first came on the scene that I was aware of them. That was the the great thing about them. They were a, a mixture, a melting pot. Mm-hmm. We were coming off disco. Yeah. And... And I was not into metal. I was not into hard rock. It was, you know, I like the Eagles and Billy Joel. And then here you come Huey Lewis, and he's got horns behind him and guitars. Mm -hmm. And it was like big band soul, like you said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's what's great is that it lends to kind of this original sound that they have that Mm -hmm. really like poke through on like sports and on four. Mm -hmm. And they were only like... I think it's because we've listened to them ever since we were young and you've just, you've consistently just kind of bought everything that's come out for them. So we've kind of been around their music our whole life, Mm -hmm. uh, no matter kind of what time period it came out. But they were only big for four or five years, like these like MTV darlings. And like Mm -hmm. they only had like their peak of success was like maybe four or five years in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't even get out of the 80s like successful. Their popularity kind of waned in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're so kind of like I mean, for crying out Back to the Future. If you watch Back to the Future, you have two songs in there, Huey Lewis is in the movie. They're just right. their music is everywhere. It's still played on the radio. Yeah. So it's one of the things where it's like I was surprised, I was like, really? I'm afraid oh, you're is. just too darn loud. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but from like nineteen eighty three to like nineteen eighty seven. So only about four years they were like right. super popular. But and uh we've watched do you remember the Huey Lewis behind the music from like 2001?
1: I don't remember seeing that,
0: but no. it, it's on, it's on YouTube, and mm-hmm. we have watched it a couple times. And Huey Lewis grew up kind of with a bohemian background, so yes. his parents were like hippies, right? And his dad taught him jazz, and his dad was a big proponent of like jazz. And he said, you know, son, if your number, if your if your music's number one, it must not be that good because all the good stuff's right. lower yeah. on right. the chart or right. naughty is like underground. So right. Huey was like. Like when four hit number one, he was like, Oh, oh no. He's like, I thought yeah. we were, I thought it was a better album than that. Yeah. yeah. But like, uh, it, it's just funny that that's his mindset. They just have kind of a relaxed mindset, which is cool. So there's a fun band right. and for the most yeah. part. It's been the same band minus, um, like they had a couple people come in and out just mm-hmm. due to like retirement. Right. It's never really been because they left. At, they all just liked each other. Yeah. And like Chris yeah. Hayes, their guitar player said like, if, if, If you're an a-hole or a jerk, we don't want you in the band because that means we can't hang out with you. Right. So that's what's great about listening to and I think that comes through in the music. Um, But they formed in 1979 when Huey Lewis from the band Clover joined members of the rival band Soundhole and created Huey Lewis and the American Express. So when the group signed with Chrysalis Records, the company thought the name was bound to get the company and the band sued by the credit card company. So the band changed their name and just in time to release their first studio album in 1980, the self-titled EP Huey Lewis and the News. The album flew under the radar, which could have been a different story if it were released a year earlier, right around the creation of MTV. So I don't know how many, I know of maybe one video that was made as for like a single off that mm-hmm. album. I don't even know what it's called, but they're like on a pier yeah. at, on like a beach and they're like being goofy. Um, which which is a trend in their yeah. music videos, which oh, yeah. is, which kind of goes with the attitude of the band that they're just. Harmless and fun, like, mm-hmm. to listen to. Like, yeah. catchy, yeah. Hip catchy. Hip to be square. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I like Huey Lewis also said one of the things that we like to do is we didn't want to make a video acting out the lyrics. So, yeah. something like doing it all for my baby yeah. is pretty much, Huey Lewis is a mad scientist. Yeah. And he's, like, right. creating the Bride of Frankenstein. And then he becomes, like, the Frankenstein monster. And then at the end of the video, it's, like, Huey, Huey just a normal guy but the bride, screams and he just shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> and, um or stuck with you is there yeah. you know well we'll get into that. Like yeah. stuck with you is one of their more famous videos. Um the on the beach. Yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. But the album flew under the radar so Huey Lewis they didn't really gain much traction with it. Uh they fared a little better in 1982 with the release of Picture This. The album went gold with in the success bull- the success was bolstered by the singles, Hope You Love Me Like You mm. Say I Do, mm. Working For A Living, and yeah. the Mutt Lang pen, Do You Believe In Love. So, yeah, Mutt Lang, those, who produced.
1: Yeah, those this. were great songs. The first two songs, though, on the album, I I listened to the whole album mm-hmm. the other day. And the first two songs, it's like, uh, i do not sure I like this because it's more of a new wave sound. Yeah. Which was, you know, hot it's, it's big, at that it's time. It's big time, in big the big 80s. At that, yeah. big in the 80s. And... Um, But you get into those other songs like, yes, that's Mm -hmm. why I bought this album. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and I think that was even pointed out. I can't remember who said it on the behind the music, but they were like, yeah, they didn't really, they like had like a different kind of like a new wave sound and then they like hit their pocket, at least with those singles. And then definitely um, like they were gaining momentum and, but it was kind of halted in 1983 when the record company kept delaying the release of their new album called Sports. Uh, So the band's limited success ran out, and they were back to playing small clubs, which pretty much... They called the Working for a Living tour, because they just were touring in clubs to like 25, 30 people. Um, Can you imagine catching Huey Lewis at that time, like right before they exploded, and you're like... And they're playing songs from sports. Right. Yeah. Like on that tour, too. Well, it's like
1: when... Samantha and I saw uh, Jason Mraz at mm-hmm. the pageant. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is, you know, he, he was out there, but he wasn't as big as he is now. right? Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so the band's consistent and heavy touring to promote the album, and MTV playing their videos in heavy rotation finally brought the band to the top of the charts in 1984 as sports hit number one and then went multiple I keep saying it. I want to say it. it's multi-platinum. No. Multi-platinum. I'm yeah. starting to sound like a square. <laughs> and went multi-platinum in 1985. Uh, so that obviously, I mean, we'll talk about sports more, but sports obviously, top to but bo- for my money, top to bottom minus a couple songs is flawless. Right. Like that, mm-hmm. that really, I mean, you look at sports yeah. and it's like, 45 minutes of like Okay yeah Now I know why Huey Lewis broke it big. Uh So in 1984 The band was asked To do a song For uh, some movie Called Ghostbusters But passed And the movie studio Would get a piece Of the news One way or another Even if it meant Taking the song I want a new drug Speeding it up And making it Apply to the movie Uh, And the Ghostbusters For those of you Maybe that didn't notice The Ghostbusters theme Is just the song I want a new drug Sped up Right With different lyrics (laughs) Ever since ever since I found that out, like when I was younger, I listened to it. and I'm like, I I don't know. It it's probably just me, and maybe I'm just not hearing it. But I don't really hear. It's the it. horns. You got you hear yeah. it
1: in the dun 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 dun. Yeah
0: yeah. I don't know. May, maybe I don't know. Maybe I just have too much respect for Ray Parker Jr. to believe that he's <laughs> a thief. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they sued Ivan Reitman who directed Ghostbusters a. and Ray Parker Jr. But they settled out of court because maybe they're just like, we might lo- like. I don't know, undisclosed amount, I don't know what both parties walked away with, but in 1985, they were approached again for a soundtrack, and this time, they didn't pass it up, uh, contributing the song's power of love and back in time to uh, some space movie, some (laughs) time travel movie. Some indie movie with Alex P. Keaton from Family Ties. And then... um, And the Teen Wolf, and the guy, and the the old guy from Taxi, yeah, yeah, Yeah. Jeff Conway, yeah, one of the Andy Kaufman, one of the mental, one of the mental patients from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Danny DeVito, yeah, exactly. Uh, Where am I? That's an existential question. Uh, So Huey Lewis and the News were riding high when they released the album Four in 1986. The album hit number one on the Billboard Top 200 and spawned five singles and went triple platinum. Over the next few years, the band's popularity began to wane. 1988 saw the release of Small World, which was met with moderate success. Then in 1991, Hard at Play went gold, but was still a long way away from the success of the mid-80s. Minus 1994's Four Chords and several years ago, the band laid low for much of the 90s. Huey did resurface at the turn of the 21st century with an appearance in the movie Duets. And he actually... Got on the charts again with a duet he did with Gwyneth Paltrow right. to the cover of the Smokey Robinson. And it, I think it was just Smokey yeah. Robinson. Smokey Robinson song, yeah. Cruisin'. Yeah.
1: And that duet is not a comedy movie like right. the previews. It's like, it's a depressing movie. Yeah. It yeah. You see Gwyneth Paltrow absolutely.
0: in the trailer, and you're like, oh, this is a comedy because yeah. she's a comedic right. force. Right. Yeah. But Emma right. was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, doesn't I? The only thing I remember out of that movie is I love the talented Mr. Ripley is <laughs> Andre Brower and Paul Giamatti. They do a duet. Yes, and then like Andre Brower, doesn't he like get shot? Yeah, yeah. at some point. Yeah,
1: I, I mean I've only seen the movie uh, once.
0: Rough crowd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Not he didn't get shot after he, right after he said <laughs> I don't remember all the details of the movie. I just know that Huey Lewis plays Gwyneth Paltrow's. A strange father. Yeah. yeah. And the the storyline with um, the two, Andre Brower mm-hmm. and Paul Giamatti, mm-hmm. Giamatti. Yeah. And I watched it one time. Don't laugh at <laughs> oh, me. No, 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 oh, no. No, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm
0: thinking of like they finished.
1: Oh. <laughs> Bang! I know you want to leave me. Ow! I got shot. And it was I wasn't just so depressing. It was a yeah. depressing movie, so I've never seen it again. I've watched yeah. it one time, and that was it. It's
0: like Requiem for a Dream, your favorite movie.
1: What? Or, 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 or,
0: or, or like when you didn't you stand up and cheer when Chris O'Donnell got his legs crushed in Fried Green Tomatoes? No, you're like yes, <laughs> not my no, cabin. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was of woman, yes, yeah, sensible right. woman, yeah, incensed women. <laughs> um, throughout the 2000s and 2010s, the band released two more albums and toured pretty consistently. However, in 2018, Huey Lewis was diagnosed with an inner ear disorder and was starting to suffer hearing loss. Even with Huey's condition, the band released the album "Weather" in 2020. As songs, they were songs recorded before Lewis's mm-hmm. hearing loss. Mm-hmm. So, minus bassist Mario Cipollina, or Kippolina. Italian, Yes, Italian. <laughs> leaving the band in 1995. Their touring horn section, the Tower of Power. Right. Um, parting Ways in 1994, and guitarist Chris Hayes retiring in 2001. The band has been pretty much the same for the last 40 years. So, Mom, what was your first, like... Did you, What was your first exposure to Huey Lewis in the news? Was it? Was it their first album?
1: Um, I don't remember exactly. I believe I vaguely remember seeing them on American Bandstand. Okay, and this is still I you know was married. I had you know Amanda and and I still watched American Bandstand. You know yeah, that's, I mean, that that was the on, show and... to watch. You, you grew, watch new you, bands, you obviously, new You grew you know, up with American right, bands, right? Right, and, if it's and on, that's where you saw it. new bands, new music. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was fun. Um, it was probably one of the songs from Picture This. Mm-hmm. But the first album I purchased was Sports, mm-hmm. and I had we had the album Dad Night.
0: Was the is the the CD that's currently at the house? Is that the first? Was that the original purchase of it or did you have to rebuy it because you wore we purchased
1: it, out? it as an album oh and the the record as Okay, a record gotcha, gotcha. album I think vinyl i,
0: re- I think vinyl. i remember the vinyl growing and
1: up. um then we when we had you know the the cd player we purchased the sports cd mm-hmm. and then over time i purchased we had four was a cassette
0: i remember the cassette yeah, yeah.
1: that was the the the, the way to listen to music in the 80s was cassette. It's, fun, it's, like, it's funny because
0: we've, <clears throat> we've actually, this has actually been a topic of conversation like the last couple of weeks for us, is cassettes are like, because it's trendy, cassettes are making a comeback really? and we're like, that's like the worst way to listen to music is I know, a cassette.
1: I know, the best way to listen, I like to stream music, but I prefer to listen to CDs. And we recently purchased uh, a turntable
0: Yeah. Two so, turntables and a microphone. Back yeah. your favorite artist. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because well,
1: and, and CDs, yeah. I think, are the the one of the best ways to listen to music. Yeah. with speakers. Yeah, you know, you can pick up every nuance.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's it's convenient. I think you kind of it with with vinyl. It's nice because it it's, it's kind of the original way it's supposed to be heard. Right. With like everything after that, it compresses the audio to fit. Unlike a CD, because with a vinyl you have that big, right? You have that big disc, if you want to right. call it in, right. in terms now, and you know you're able to kind of put the audio on there. But I can like CDs are are the more I think the most acceptable way, mm-hmm. right. the most convenient right. way to listen. Right. um sorry I'm, we're not getting into we're the, off topic the you know, we're no. not getting into the differences between <laughs> cds and cassettes that, right. cassettes yeah. are the are, you mentioned i right. i got us off right. topic because you mentioned four and i was like right cassettes are the worst way right. to listen to music so but, through
1: the years i've repurchased most of huey lewis in the news on cd mm-hmm. uh for um i'm not sure if i have I guess I do have picture this somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Right. Uh, but mm-hmm. sports. Yeah, that was the first big exposure. Mm-hmm. And I think that had so much appeal because the album cover alone, they're in a sports bar. Mm-hmm. Guys, women, you know, everybody, you know, they yeah. appealed to everybody. They're
0: relatable.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then four spelled Everyone like. Everyone plays golf. Yeah. The golf. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like that that appealed to everybody mm-hmm. and you knew huey lewis played golf yeah mm-hmm. he was a golfer they so were like it, the
0: working man's band because exactly, like hard at play it exactly. was like 91 it's yeah. like the lyrics are a lot of it, like working for a living right and, stuff like and that.
1: that's yeah that's on my list of uh one yeah. of my yeah. favorites couple days off couple that's on days list off of my you know favorites. it's like yeah. i'm sitting there at work listening to these songs. Yeah. Like, yes get yeah. me out of here yeah <laughs>
0: you've you've seen you did you see huey lewis when they were backing for or did you see when they went like did you see them like in the late 80s was like small world or like where, when did, when did you see I, i'm Lewis trying
1: Williams? to remember i've been you know racking my brain i went online trying to see if there was some kind of information like people you go out there and everything's wiki yeah you, you know so i could not find a definite date of when mm-hmm. they played the right. arena and i don't remember it could have been the Checker dome at the time mm-hmm. but i saw them There And it may have been between Four and Small World Mm -hmm. as they were getting ready to release Small World. Mm -hmm. I I just looked it up, and it's about the same time. I do remember that Robert Cray, Mm -hmm. the Robert Cray band, opened for him. And then his album, Strong Persuader, came out in 86. So I'm thinking it's around that 86, 87 time period. But yeah, it was an awesome, awesome concert. That was the one and only time I got to see him. And it was just like the the tower yeah, yeah power tower horns. Power. <laughs> it's like these are guys that were musicians from yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, they and, were
0: they were in their, like, I feel like if you were to see Huey Lewis now, it would probably right. be like the novelty would be nice to be like, oh, right, yeah, I like right. Huey Lewis. But I feel like in the 80s, if you saw him, like right. that was like, prime like that yeah. show was just yeah. like pa- like everyone was firing in all cylinders and the show is just yeah. powerful traveling
1: with a full horn section yeah. it's just like wow you, right. you didn't see that right you know it was it was awesome and now if he could perform which he can't right. because of his hearing loss or hearing issues yeah. it's a pared down it's you know there might be a saxophone or mm-hmm. um you know, there there's going to be it's scaled down. It's mm-hmm. going to be more. They do more of the the wop mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. and that was one of my uh, one of my favorite albums is the Four Chords. Four or, chords
0: and seven years you, ago. Several that's years what ago. I was trying to find. Four yeah. chords
1: and several years ago. It, you can't listen. To, I mainly listen to Amazon.
0: Yeah, exactly. Amazon Music. <laughs> it's Amazon Music, which that's is our not, sponsor for today. Yeah. yeah so.
1: That. Album is not available to listen to. Right, but, but we I had, have that CD. Yeah, it's not, I remember. It's, one of my it's not on Spotify
0: because because yeah. they're. Um their cover of The Impressions, uh, "It's All Right." Mm-hmm. Yes, I've always loved it. Yes, but I tried looking for it on Spotify because I wanted to make sure I got the album right, right and it's just on like the greatest hits. Yeah, I was it's like, on. This the is on live. an actual album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I think it's on. The, it might be on the Twenty Five Alive. Okay, I was yeah, listening yeah, it to is, that yeah. where they do acapella, mm-hmm. the acapella doo-wop, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh my gosh, I just unbelievable. Yeah, mm-hmm, they're you too,
0: th- and you have to appreciate like you listen to their music and I'm sure live you notice this too. Like they're so like tight as musicians yeah. and cause they were, like they were a band for what, like ten years or something before they, they, they were, even before right. they before they even were the news. They were the bands Clover and Soundhole, mm-hmm. and like they were still like since the late sixties. Both bands have been going, so it'd been ten years before they even got any sort of like monicum of success. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, if I remember correctly, in reading I read part of this article that's mm-hmm. in Esquire magazine mm-hmm. this month. He signed, if I remember correctly, he signed when he was in London. He signed with. The Beatles label, yeah, Apple, Mm -hmm. and but he didn't, you know, he didn't have a success there. But he traveled through, you know, Mm -hmm. Europe, and performed there, and it was just a interesting lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he and he like was talking about how he was in the Middle East and like playing mm-hmm. the harmonica with because also I don't know how I forgot this Huey Lewis also plays the harmonica, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. So which adds to the yes. blues element yeah. to it. Right. And right. he was like playing harmonicas like like playing his harmonica for money like right next to a snake charmer. Yeah, right. And it's, and it's not like one or two songs he plays like no. two notes like they're pretty prominent. In oh a my lot gosh, of yeah. yeah, he's yeah.
1: awesome at the at the harmonica. He's um,
0: Is he better than Brett Michaels.
1: I wouldn't know, but he did. did. He watch Rock um, of Love where he played the harmonica. Garth Brooks has a live album Mm -hmm. and he does um, a song with Huey Lewis Mm -hmm. on his live album. You know, he's performing, Huey Lewis is performing live and he's playing the harmonica for Garth Brooks and singing with Garth. It's like, I mean, he's just, you know, so, what's the word I'm looking for? Versatile. Versatile. (laughs) Versatile Creepy? And he, he, no, he Oh crossed, you're not talking About Garth no, Brooks No he can okay. cross over To different genres right. And Yeah well, he, And
0: when that's the thing Of being like The fusion that they were mm-hmm, It's right. like because All their songs had Elements of all that right. stuff Right Not only do you expand Your fan base Of like right. the different genres And stuff like that But yeah you can play right. With anyone he, From uh, those genres He played with He played a song With Thin Lizzy and yeah. like and on he was on a thin lizzy album and they they played the song on their armed and dangerous album which yeah. came out in like 77 or 78 okay. but it wasn't released until like a, like 10 years ago yeah um and they introduce him, like he's introduced on the, he's like right. playing harmonica. He, it's, he's Austria or uh, Phil yeah, LaNotte right. is from, from Ireland. But right. He's like, you know, he's playing on the song Huey Lewis. Right. So right. it's cool that he's on a Thin Lizzy right. live that album. Is cool. Which is yeah. cool.
1: And, and it's funny, you know, in the, the top, you know, of his success, he didn't, you know, leave the news. Mm-hmm. He did other things like the, the. Duets. And, the duets. And Pineapple
0: and, Express. He did a well, song for that. And,
1: he. You know, did the the video with Reba McIntyre,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where she he played her husband in one of my favorite Re- Reba songs that I can't remember the name of right now. <laughs> Some, <laughs> yeah, <our man>. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where where <laughs> she's you know a life out there. I think is a, you know mm-hmm. where she wants she doesn't want to leave her husband, but she want is there a life out there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that really. I enjoyed that video, yeah. and he, it's like Huey Lewis. And he he's doesn't, an Ariba he doesn't video. sing on that song, does No, he? so no, just he's just he's just in the video.
0: Is there and, life out there? That's yeah, the, name of the song,
1: yeah. right? Exactly. And it just at the time that song came out, you know, I wasn't a big country fan, but it it hit me personally mm-hmm. because I had all these children and I didn't know what to do. And I'm stuck at home. Guess I'll listen to country. We're, yeah. we're all we're
0: all like living in squalor. Right. Like, <laughs> like we're all we're all wearing potato sacks. <laughs> I don't know what to do with all these kids. Somebody help me! It's like the beginning of a commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reba descends. Oh. <laughs> I got a- something for anyway. you, sugar. Here's your one chance, fancy. Don't let me down. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you, I what I remember. Um, cause obviously I remember in the 93 Plymouth Voyager, the bid, the bid, the blue van that we yeah. take down to Nashville. That's right. those are, those are the things I remember. Right. I remember, I always remember on the floor of the van cause it was a messy van. You had six kids. Yeah. Well, uh, Andrew but, was on the floor of the van. Yeah. Well, that's okay, true. Well, <laughs> On the floor near the, the driver's seat. Yeah. There was always CDs on the ground. Yeah. And one of them was sports. Like right. I remember growing up as a kid, like, as opposed to growing up as a dog, uh, <laughs> like, uh, like I like I, I remember the I remember the sports album, right. and I remember I actually remember the songs "Walking on a Thin Line," yeah. and and I remember, of course, "Harder Rock and Roll" on there. And I think bad is bad, but I the, like walking on a thin line and heart of rock and roll are like the two songs I remember, yeah, as a kid, right? Like before actually getting into their music, right. I remember those. Like, the I don't know if it was the melody or just whatever it was, I just remember those songs specifically. And then more into high school is when they released the greatest hits album, right? So it had a second disc of their videos. Oh, um, So you, I mean, it, it's down in the basement, I think I'll have to find it um, But yeah. I, chances are you probably won't be able to find it Because
1: You know, I vaguely remember watching but, that di- but they, CD or I, disc.
0: I remember when you bought it Because that's when we first got our iPods Right um, And I was like, oh, Huey Lewis so I'm going to put this on my iPod And then like the whole Greatest Hits is It's like the It's like what a Greatest Hits should be It's yeah. like right. all the best songs right. are on there Um but uh, I, I, what I remember because when we became friends with Jeremy, Jeremy who's been on the show five times, yeah. and you know, our, for our five timer, and we'll have yeah. him on again soon. Um, when we became friends with Jeremy, don't get any ideas; you're not going to be a five timer. Yeah, darn, um, sorry, kid. But uh, when we first became friends with Jeremy. Uh, he was talking about that. And we were like, we grew up with that. Cause he mm-hmm. was like, he, cause we were talking about Huey Lewis and his, one of his favorite songs is Jacob's ladder. For yeah. Four. And right. uh, we were singing it and he's like, I had the greatest hits this. And they had a second disc that had their music videos. And I loved watching their music videos. I was like, right. we had that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought you would have remembered it, but maybe you not. You know what?
1: And it was, for me, it was more about listening to the CD. Right. And it's like, I have six kids. I don't have time to be sitting around watching MTV, no, yeah. no videos. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: but I mean, did you? When did we get MTV, or when did we get cable? Because when uh, I want my MTV, yeah. like, well, like as a family, was it after we were born? We after, didn't have cable. Right,
1: we had it sporadically. There mm. would be time to time we would mm. have we would have cable, and then I would get mad at the cable company, and mm. or we couldn't afford it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> But after you guys were born, we got direct TV. Yeah. And it was mainly out of the fact that when I was pregnant with you guys, I was stuck back in the bedroom on bed rest. And all I had was this little black and white TV mm-hmm. and I was bored silly. Yeah. <laughs> and- which is, which
0: is um, a testament because your life was just black and white, and then exactly. when we were born, we injected exactly. color into it. exactly. Sorry, so it was, it the was other probably kids a, that came before us, whatever your names yeah. are, <laughs>
1: within the year after you guys were born, right? We so, we we got DirecTV, and we've had you know some type of service since then.
0: Yeah. So it sounds like you just missed seeing their videos, like when they were in heavy rotation on on MTV.
1: No, Kinda, I don't know. No, when Amanda and Samantha and Andrew were were little, and well before Andrew was born, we did have cable at our tiny little hovel. Right. That you know yeah. we and we did watch a lot of videos. Right. Then, and mainly in the middle of the night, I'd be up feeding a baby, mm-hmm. rocking in my rocker.
0: Yeah, <laughs> rocking out. And I would. Turn, <laughs> yeah,
1: I would turn on MTV. Yeah, and that would be the only thing on at night. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I would sit and watch videos then. But no, it got to the point where this is crap. I don't want to watch this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't like the Jersey Shore? <laughs> no, no. You don't like they, Made in True No. You're talking about back then? You thought it was crap, or now it, it's it crap? got to the no? Now it got it to the, it got it to, like, to the point like where in, some
1: of the videos were just yeah. Just weird. Yeah. You yeah. know, they were just really out there. It's like, what does this have to do with the song?
0: It, I think it's, uh, I think it, because when the 90s hit, you started getting into your 30s. And I think the music and the music videos and what MTV had to offer started to kind of pass you by. Right, like, right. Because that's when MTV, like when grunge started coming in. Yeah, like, that was, And with all yeah. this stuff. But then also that's when MTV really started having their original programming, like Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, you and, said the B
1: word. What, what, Beavis? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, no, a that. lot of the, uh, right, they had a lot of original program mm-hmm. that, you know what? I didn't want to watch whatever that show was where they went to the beach. The or Real World. Real World. That was it. You I didn't like, like Puck. That one no. show where
0: they went to the beach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Beach House Five. No, no,
1: no, no. So no, I in the nineties didn't really watch videos because they didn't have a lot of videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just. You know, that time had passed.
0: Not a lot of videos that appealed to no. you. Because I had a right, lot of exactly, videos. Right, exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah. That, you know, in my mind and dad, dad and I are both. Boomers. The 80s. Yeah. That yeah. was our time. Right, yeah. Because that was your 20s. You know, 20s. that was, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. I went to, you know, dad not so much, but I went to concerts mm-hmm. and went to clubs and yeah. listened to a lot of live music.
0: Do you feel like you wasted your 20s on kids?
1: Mm, no <laughs> that was not a serious no. question i was no. hoping you would have said no immediately no no yeah. no i just you know it was kind of a trade-off dad yeah. was you know a dad was in school yeah and you know we had your sisters and then we had andrew yeah and it got to you know I didn't really get to experience a lot of the stuff sure. that you guys experienced mm-hmm. yeah. in your early twenties. It was a
0: different time. Right. Right. Pretty you know, barely you were still barely a teenager being mm-hmm. coming or you're you're still at the end of your teenage years becoming right. an adult.
1: Right, exactly. And you know, Amanda was born eleven days after I turned twenty one. So yeah. my twenty first birthday was not going to fast studies. Right, right. <laughs> and so I hit twenty five and I would put the kids to bed dad would be working on stuff and Mm -hmm. aunt laurie and i would go out to the clubs and we'd listen to live music Mm -hmm. you know and that was you know that was our era the 80s you know we you know yeah
0: i think that's where we get our affinity well yeah i mean music as well yeah well the thing is having parents who were kids in the 70s kids Mm -hmm. and teenagers in the 70s adults Mm -hmm. in the 80s right um Siblings who were kids and teens in in the nineties and they got down and to then, the rock music. Yes. <laughs> and then we were kids and teens in the early to mid two thousands. Yeah. Right. Like we have an all encompassing we have influence from everywhere. Right. Which I mean right. I wouldn't have in any other way. I'm no. like right. i yeah, I even I like have an eclectic taste. Even in the right. even when I was in the third grade dropping who was in Harry met Sally and these pop culture references, I would get rewarded by the adult teachers because of that. You <laughs> know and know you that never even adult saw adult the movie. No, yeah. yes, I didn't <laughs> see right Harry met Sally. I knew what it was <laughs> right, though. Right. Um, but like it, I like having these interests that yes. people we grew up with yes. are like, huh? Or they didn't see to like right. later on. I was right. like, I was watching that when I was, eight years old. Yeah. Right. Something like that. Right. And it's it's not a point of like I'm better than you because right. of that. I just no. like I just like right. that difference. Yeah. Yes. Um yes. so it was something that we did on as you heard on the journey episode it was Zach. Right. We went you listened to, listen to that episode. I listened
1: to, listen to that episode. I listen to every episode. That's right. Yep. I yep. do. You're I might right. always focus on what you're saying but i listen to you guys talk
0: (laughs) yeah yeah but we're gonna go through now uh for those of you that listen to the journey episode you know near the end of it we did we had a section where we did our top 10 favorite journey songs then so we're gonna do that same thing right here we're gonna do our top 10 huey lewis in the news before we do that i'm gonna ask mom a question so your favorite movie is american psycho so when he (laughs) played when christian bale threw an axe at um jared leto and huey lewis was playing in the background did you think that that enhanced Huey Lewis's popularity with you, at least?
1: I've never seen that movie.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay, keep telling yourself that. I know we're trying to keep it G-rated, but <laughs> I know what you do behind closed doors. Yeah. Is you that is that, that
1: one of those movies that Christian Bale lost a lot of weight for? No, that's no. The
0: Machinist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. No,
1: I just um just saw him in something. Oh, Newsies. Oh, <laughs> that's the movie the, he, the, lot, that, he lost uh, a lot of weight for Because he's, new he's movie, a poor uh, newsboy The new
0: movie Newsies, <laughs> Newsies. Yeah. Newsboy. He's Just been around for a while I recently watched that yeah. recently Empire of the watched. Sun <laughs> Oh my gosh,
1: that is an awesome movie Newsies? No, Empire, <laughs> of, the oh, Empire of the Sun Oh my gosh I like Empire I mean, Records yeah. I like I like the John soundtrack Malkovich's to Newsies and, at, yeah. Better
0: than I think I like the movie Yeah, I hardly remember the movie itself I like the music in the
1: movie I rewatched it a couple weeks ago With Amanda and really enjoyed the movie mm-hmm. and the music uh it just i look at it at it with a different mind's eye yeah than mm-hmm. i did when i saw it in the theater with samantha yeah but it's one are of, we still
0: talking about newsies yeah or i thought you were talking about empire <laughs> of the sun i was like how did you see empire of the sun with <laughs> samantha in theaters? no no she's probably we're talking about newsies never okay. mind
1: Let's okay. get back to yeah. Huey Lewis and the News. Ah, <laughs> sounds, sounds good, good to so, me. It's your
0: radio DJ voice. So yes. right now Huey Lewis in and the, the News from uh, their new album, <laughs> FU, F the Police, yeah. <laughs> from their new album, Newsies. <laughs> um, so mom, we'll start with you. Okay. So you said you don't have them in order. I don't but have just, them in order. Just, d- just I was, name the 10.
1: Okay. Um, this is one... I will say that this song is one of my favorites because I remember seeing when we saw them live, it just really struck me, mm-hmm. the walking on a thin line, Ooh, yeah, sounding like a helicopter actually yeah. there in the arena. And it just, it, that struck me because this is a, a song about someone who s- served in Vietnam. Yeah. And I grew up in that era where there were no one my age served yeah. in vietnam but i knew people who had served in vietnam mm-hmm. and it just really that is just I unbelievable song yeah mm-hmm. you know walking on a thin line um of course working for a living yeah yeah Harder rock and roll oh, yeah. Yeah. the that horns me, on the, that it's that just is, like
0: to me that's the perfect huey lewis song right it's got a mixture of dynamically a mixture of everything that made him that made them popular and plus like that's the that's the one that I sing along to the most right and every time the music cuts out and it's a they say that like you have to crank oh yeah Yeah. exactly yeah Yeah,
1: I would I do that all the time uh hope you love me like you say you do Mm -hmm. do you believe in love yeah yep doing it all for my baby yeah I I love that song yep couple days off. Of yeah, course. It's, yeah. It's, yeah.
0: It's, it, I mean, that's not, I, I was listening to that the other day and not, be, and it's not only because I'm at a job I don't like, but just at like in general, I think it's just not just for work, but just for, I think life in general to where like, especially like the, now, Yeah, with it's all, all this it's all panic this panic, and, panic and this stress and stuff. Right. And it's like, listen, there's this couple days off there. Everybody loves the weekend. Can't wait for the weekend. And right. there's this feeling for the weekend. Sometimes you just want that, just for your life just yes. a couple of days off from the stress just of to life. breathe mm-hmm. just
1: yeah. you know i need a couple of days just to to chill just to breathe mm-hmm. and hang out with my boys yeah but yeah. Hugh like, <laughs> even
0: says you know just you know ooh, just let me catch my breath before like yeah. the solo yeah. comes yep. in
1: yep uh heart and soul
0: mm-hmm. yeah oh, i love that, oh, one. that mm, that's it's, another one that we i yeah go, we, go Matt, ahead Matt, it's on Matt my Matt list and i, yeah. I have this, have a lot of the same, but we right. kind of have explanations. On, you didn't need an explanation right. on it. You, you, I mean, you just bring your list. I'm glad you have one though for Walking yeah. Up Thin Lines because I did not know that's yeah, what the yeah. song is about. But we and have, I have like, it, like. I have it on my list more for like the actual music portion right, of it. Right. So we're not jumping in because we yeah. have like, we have, we articulated right, like why right. we like yeah. it too and everything. So Okay,
1: Uh Bad is Bad.
0: I like that, I've really start like as a, I guess when it, that was, so in 2016, uh, our car that we had had since we graduated, <laughs> our '95 five four Taurus, which Grandma and Grandpa had had for like twenty years up to that point, right? Um, that it broke down on the on in the middle of the highway, so it died. I would, I would, yeah, it died. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it breathed its last breath. Uh, so I was out of a car for about a month and a half before I bought a car. And one of the things I would take CDs. I was driving Grandma and Grandpa's van, right. And I would take CDs. And one of the CDs was. This was sports. Right. Like this is when we lived in Chesterfield. Right. And, like I stopped by the house and I just grabbed a bunch of CDs. It was like the police's greatest hits and uh, sports. And then I bought purple rain. And those, I was just circul I was circul circulating between those three. And I remembered bad as bad as a kid or right. bad as bad as right. a kid. And like kind of not liking it. But the more I listened to it, I was uh-huh. like, it's like, it's a really cool. It, it I picture like, Kind of like in Rocky when like Frank. Yeah. Like like the, on the street corner. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the guys the on the street corner. Yeah, yeah. 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 Around uh, a flaming barrel. Right. Right. Like that. go, ah, doo, 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 Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like it's yep. got a really cool feel to it. It's got a lot of attitude to it. right,
1: Hip to be square. Of course. Of course. That spoke to me. Because, you know, I'm a big square. Exactly, I'm glad you you realize it. And you're (laughs) you're square you're (laughs) self-aware. You know, growing up as a kid, I was not exposed to the the music that you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was country music was all that played at our house. Mm -hmm. I hated country music. And then, you know, as a kid, the first, you know, record I probably owned was the Partridge family. Right. You know, I was more into pop growing Mm -hmm, up. mm -hmm. I didn't know who Bob Seger was Mm -hmm. until... My cousins, Connie and Nancy, yeah. you know, when I'm a teenager, like, who is this? And then dad, dad yeah. loved Bob Seeger. Mm-hmm. you know? So it's like my taste in music ran more along the pop, you yeah. know, Donny Osmond, Sean Cassidy, mm-hmm. you know, that. Pat
0: Boone. Yeah. But- so,
1: <laughs> but you know, a lot of the, fi- I, I did like the movie, um, music from the fifties. Yeah. Yeah. I was really into that because happy days was big at the time yeah. when I was a teenager so this song was like hip to be square. Yep, that's yeah, me yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. exactly. uh Simple as that.
0: Interesting. What is it? Is that that's on four? That oh, it's on oh, four? That's on simple four. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, simple as that. Yeah. I barely.
0: I've listened to four all the way through a couple yeah, times, and yeah. like, of course, you recognize the singles. I barely. I. I don't remember. Yeah. The, I know it's on there, but like, I don't yeah. remember even yeah. what it sounds like.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay, and then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna give you eleven. Okay. Okay. Number ten is "Perfect World." Okay. Living in a perfect world. Yep. And then uh, "Trouble in Paradise." Okay. Okay. That was
0: actually on Huey Lewis and the new. That was on their first album, but the uh, I think the version was on the greatest hits. Was there was a live version. Right there Uh, is.
1: Yeah, mm yeah. I really enjoy the live version of "The Trouble in Paradise." I like like
0: that. I like. I like that list because you threw in a deep track, which right. I, I have great appreciation for mm-hmm. deep tracks. When people right. reference deep tracks and right. they say they like the deep tracks. And also, it, it avoids kind of some of the typical ones. Cause I like how you didn't have Power of Love on there. I actually I, like that you didn't have that right. on there. I
1: like that song, but it was so overplayed. Yeah. Yeah. I got sick of hearing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, yeah, I like that song, but it's not one of my favorites. Yeah, well, right. And and, fair enough. It, yeah. Even in Back to
0: the Future, it's right. played like four or five snippets right. of it or played like four and or like five times 10 before, or 15 minutes right. Minutes right. before you actually right. hear the song. Yeah. 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 Um, and the rate I mean, they play it on the radio all the time. Yeah. If you go into like Spotify or Pandora mm-hmm. playlist, right. Power of Love, if you go... like. The Huey Lewis station "Power of Love" is like the first thing that pops up, right?
1: Well, and I almost didn't put "Heart of Rock and Roll" on my list mm-hmm. because it was so overplayed. Mm-hmm. But listening to it this week, the horns—it just yeah. like I got to put this on my mm-hmm. list. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So Matt, what do you have? Yes.
0: So I ranked them like ten to one, but that, like, that by no means, like, a few of them are like in their spot, like, mm-hmm. and that's their spot. But you could interchange some of these. Yeah. It, it depends on my mood. So I had I had a few honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. And so honorable mention number one is the Impressions cover, is their cover of It's All Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, yeah. Um, it reminds me, I know the Impressions version was in Angels in the Outfield. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I whenever I hear it, I still... Plus, it's, that one's fun to sing along to and yeah. try and right. do the doo harmonies and yeah, stuff right. like that. Um, and so another honorable mention is Do You Believe in Love? Picture this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then if this is it from sports is an honorable mention hmm. so so number 10 is jacob's ladder from four hmm. okay. um it's just the it that's the thing with their choruses are all so catchy right and it's and you can pick up on them quick and like just as dip by step yeah it's like the by. like the phrasing yeah. they have right. like these like the yeah. the um the uh yeah, like the like they have yeah. like the the quote of the phrase. Yeah, and, you know, know. Know. and, and there's like, like a half ton. Yeah, it's
1: funny because when that CD or I, uh, we had the tape like yeah. we said before. That was one of my least favorite songs on the tape. Really, but I do like it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I like that. And then, you know, the the meaning. It's like, what is Jacob's ladder? You it's know, a great what Tim Robbins that? movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and plus
0: it's like a halftime during the verses. Yeah, up <laughs> and plus, like a yeah. Met a band, dun, yeah. dun, 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 down and yeah. mm-hmm. south. Yeah. So yeah. Um, number nine is I want a new drug because I love drugs. And see, I um, don't like
1: that song. Really. I I enjoy the song, but at the time it's like, I would, a lot of times I would switch it yeah, because it was like talking about drugs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love drugs though. Well, he
0: eventually, a woman becomes his drug. Yeah. Yeah. That's,
1: that's healthy. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. No, why not?
0: I just, I like the pre-chorus when he says, well, I won't make me nervous. And then the, yeah.
1: Wonder what Mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, And plus like the opening guitar lick. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's iconic. Um, number eight is walking on a thin line. Um, I just like the dynamics of the song. Yeah, like it's it's like it starts kind of low. Yeah, and then and then the pre-chorus. Don't you know right. me? Like the, the yeah. boy and, next door. Yeah, and then when when the the chorus is just really strong. On right, it. I feel like if it were mixed, like if you were to remaster that and mix it today, yeah, it'd probably be like. Even stronger, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the fact that like it was mixed in the '80s and sounds like that, it's like that. that Yeah. Next
1: time you listen to it, you got to really listen to the words. Yeah. Yeah. You know you. I'm the boy next door, yeah. so easy to mm-hmm. ignore. Mm-hmm. Is that what I was fighting, fighting for? for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Walking my, off the, it's, the the front line. Yeah, yeah. it's like sometimes
0: yeah. in my bed at night, I curse the dark and pray for the light. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 and yeah, and now knowing what it's about, right. the lyrics are pretty right. poignant, and as it fun. applies mm-hmm. to
1: veterans today. Yeah. from you know Afghanistan, mm-hmm. uh, Iraq, you know those wars as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Bummer song.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bummer disease. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, walking on a thin line. Just because I always loved the dynamics of that Mm -hmm. song. Uh, Seven is doing it all for my baby. Mm -hmm. It's such like a fun like. It's it's a ballad, but at the same time, it's still kind of got like. It's not like a bummer like some ballads are like I miss you, baby. You know, (laughs) but uh, it's it's plus it's fun like the music video is fun. Um, number six is "Hip to Be Square," mm-hmm. just cause, like, it's just it's a fun song. And yeah, it's easy yeah. to sing along to, and it's in Naked Gun, uh, thirty three and third, thirty three and a third. <laughs> and a third. Yeah, yeah, right at the beginning, like Leslie Nielsen's at the grocery store. Yeah. And he's like he's he's uh, I remember the part distinctly to where he's trying to pull out the bags to put fruit in and he keeps yeah. like it, he can't like yeah that's it that one's not that one's probably the worst naked gun but it's i really like it's that Leslie part nielsen and it's so yeah. fun like when he's in the prison yeah. and he's like complaining about the wine yeah like, this <laughs> but, wine's luke it's supposed to be chilled and then, <laughs> and then he like starts a riot <laughs> um but yeah that one's real bumpy like like it's got like the sort it sounds like a a glissando on the yeah. on the well, keeps know. yeah it's and, driven by the organ and the drums yeah but it's got that one's got the horns and that one are good too mm-hmm. like in the bridge right and, and the saxophone solo the, yeah the yeah. saxophone solo yeah. is great and plus the lyrics too he's like i used to be a renegade like i used to fool yeah. around wow. like like he's talking about how he lived this one life and now he's he's like he's like the straight and narrow he's straight as an arrow right he's like you know what but i like this it's cool it's hip it's square but it's hip to be square you know so so number five couple days off from hard at play it's just ever since i was a kid like i've just loved the couple days off like the gang Mm -hmm. chorus in the in the chorus uh four is power of love because i it is overplayed and that is when people think huey lewis they're like oh power of love right it's unmistakably like iconic Mm -hmm. just right right when the keys hit in and stuff and Mm -hmm. the when it says that's the power of love like everything else cuts out and so Mm -hmm. those moments are always really easy to sing along Mm -hmm. to but also whenever i think of this song and just back to the future in general i think of one year and when we were in middle school like Mm -hmm. For New Year's Eve, obviously, we didn't go out anywhere. Right. And unless, like, youth group was having a party. Mm -hmm. And even if they were having a party, we probably couldn't stay the whole time anyway because it was, you know, we'd be out late. But one New Year's Eve, I remember... You Had just gotten the Back to the Future trilogy right. on DVD, like yeah. for the when it was just released on mm-hmm. DVD, right? For that Christmas, and I remember we sat and watched like all those movies on New Year's yeah. Eve, yeah. And so, hearing that song, like, reminds me of Back to the Future, reminds me of Our that famous trilogy, New
1: Year's Eve bash. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah,
0: eating little smokies and taquitos and taquitos
1: stuff. and rotel dip. And
0: <laughs> I and I remember sitting there, and when we watched it, that was the first time I'd ever seen the first one because, right, my first back to the future movie i saw was the second one yeah oh yeah but i could still watch the first one and be like oh i remember these from the second one because the second one does a good good job like wrapping everything around right and then watch the third one the next day and we and i remember thinking oh it's like it's got like a western you know setting and i thought westerns were boring but it's i the third one's great Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it's very enjoyable yeah Um, but anyway power of love that one's i like singing along to that one and it makes me think of back to the future yeah um number three is heart of rock and roll Mm -hmm. just because i mean it's it's it's, it's it's still beaten yeah yeah it's it's, it's still beating even in cleveland what i see yeah i'm believing uh but number two is hope you love me like you say you do i just from picture this yeah Mm -hmm. i just love that song yeah like it's just it's it's got that Huey Lewis warmth to it, right? And, and right. it's such like uh like it's such an easy and carefree like kind mm. of melody and chorus right. to it. Yeah. You can't help but be like ah, mm-hmm. this yep. is this is a great song. And then number one is Heart and Soul, yeah, um, because that's the one that I probably cranked the most mm-hmm. because it's it, when it comes in, it's like it's all keyboards during the verses, and then it just strips everything. It's pure like mm-hmm. rock like during right. the chorus right. and like. Like the drum build up and it's yeah. just, ah and it's so and like uh, the guitars uh, you have to like uh, crank uh, it so uh, yeah. that's my number one Huey Lewis song yeah. and I plus I love the hot loving every is it hot or got loving every hot lovin every hot, night? Lovin every, hot I, lovin I like him talking about hot lovin every night <laughs> so yeah. and plus the 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 uh the claps like yeah. in the musical interlude dun, 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 in dun, the guitar dun. yeah yep uh i have a couple honorable mentions one of them's back in time because yeah, yeah, i like that i'm one. a sucker for a good um music and movie collab right. like right. a good like you right. know, pairing of that like hold and me throw me kiss me kill me, exactly. me forever yeah. um mm. and i love at the end of back to the future like docs just about to like like they're about to like marty has a line where he's like you know doc how are we going to get up to 88 we're going to run out of road right. it's like where we're going we don't, don't need, need road. roads yeah. and then as like the delorean gets up to the oh, get, it's and it's starting to it's yeah. starting to like get all its lightning right. out and as it gets up to the screen it flies off and it's like dan yeah. like i'm getting yeah. goosebumps talking about it cuz yeah. like i'm <laughs> <Nerd>. i love <laughs> hey, what I I was hit to be square yeah. um, but like i i i think purely cuz the song itself i'm like i mean it's cool but like I like the pairing of the end mm-hmm. of Back to the Future right. with when the song comes in. Right. Um, Walking on a thin line is an honorable mention for me. Okay. So as bad as bad, yeah. Um, but uh, I have a couple other honorable mentions. Oh, um, from the first song off of Hard at Play, mm-hmm. um, "Build Me Up." That's yeah. A, yeah oh mention yeah. For me, yeah. Um, that's a real. I I saw footage. There's there's a concert in Japan that's on YouTube. That it starts with them. They're walking down a corridor, about to go out on stage, and they're doing they're doing like a doo run oh, with yeah. all of them, and that's yeah. really cool. And they open with "Build Me Up." Cause it's it's uh, if you want to hear a good harmonica, the beginning yeah. of that song is Huey right. on the harmonica, right. and mm-hmm. it's just it's. I think I think on Four and Hard at Play, the production of it is a lot better too. There's more pop in the drums, and it's yeah. kind of right. a, it's it's kind of a fuller sound. I, I like the drums on both those yeah. albums. Um, but my number ten is "Power of Love." Just I love yeah. Back to the Future, and that's the biggest reason. Yeah. Um, number nine is "Hope You Love Me Like I Say," like you say I do. I love the sax line yeah. lead in yeah. and that plays and kind of the middle of the song too. And then it's just kind of a soulful R and B style melody. Yeah. You said warmth yeah. to it. Number eight is "Stuck with You." It's a light boppy tune. Um, Plus, I like I like the video. The video is kind of pure fun. Huey Lewis and the News is that the
1: one where he's walking on the beach.
0: That's the one where like it starts like sports had just come out and everybody's kind of hounding Huey at the beginning. He sees he sees the girl he likes and he's like, "Why don't you take a ride for like with me on my yacht?" And like it starts. doom, oh yeah they're on and, a like, yacht okay then, yeah. well yeah. no they're not on a, the yacht oh there's a shot oh, of a yacht and it goes like by a, and, oh, he's, yeah, and, he's and he's on, on a rowboat oh, yeah. yeah yeah and uh, <laughs> that's that, right. yeah. that's the part where like the band is like playing they're all like kind of head up above the yes. water okay. yeah, I can see yeah, it now. yeah 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 um but that's a good video plus i mean it's just it's a fun song It's right. a good chorus right. um number Oh, i already said number eight it's stuck with you um yeah, Ten Power of Love. Okay, number seven is A Couple of Days Off. Yeah, uh, it's to me. It always stuck out to me as a kid because it's their heaviest, like yeah. loudest. Song, I probably cranked I it
1: in the van. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's why. I mean, that's why that's it stuck why out I to me. That's where I got my
0: tinnitus. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's where I got mine too. It's, <laughs> it's good. According to Richard Marx, it's called tinnitus. Oh, uh, um, and I'm gonna go with what Richard Marks says because yeah. he has it. Yeah, um, but, I have it too. Oh well you hear that yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not being deaf it's just a ringing in the yeah, ear yeah exactly um, it's a pulsing driving song uh the drum roll at the beginning mixed with huey's like scream see i, sh- yeah. I should have written down like my because th- like yeah because a lot of it's like uh ah. yeah <laughs> and and when i say scream it's not like ah yeah, it's it's, 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 like, like, wow, it's, well, it's a yeah. woo yeah um The gang vocals at the end of the chorus, the couple days off. Uh, And then right after Huey says, Oh, let me catch my breath. There's this drum pattern. It's like, and then Huey goes like right before the solo comes (laughs) in. And then it's just relatable. Like we said, like we said already. Uh, Number six is if this is it. uh, I love the pre-chorus with the gang vocal and like the Huey call and response. Girl don't lie just to save my feelings. Like I love that. Um, I love the doo harmonies and the duop flavor and the chorus mm-hmm. and the bounce of the melody. Um, if this ain't love yeah. you like that bounce yep. there. And then I love the solo yeah. as well. Uh, number five hit me like a hammer from, uh, from heart at play. Yeah. Oh, I uh, forgot about that one. Yeah. That's that that one. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I didn't listen to that until a couple years ago. Cause I'll, I have the artists that I grew up with and the artists that I like. And then I'm like, I listen to these albums. I want to check out this other stuff. So this mm. is when I like reopened my Spotify right. and like, cause I, I had Spotify since like 2011, but I didn't, I had an iPod. So I was yeah. like, I don't need it. And then I like reopened my Spotify in like 2017. I was like hard at play. I remember that album. Mm. And I listened to hit me like a hammer. Cause I'm, mm. I, I like that. I like that yeah. song title. Yeah. Right. And the pre-chorus, the chorus shift and the melody stuck out to me, the heavy drums in it. The, uh, there's an, Ooh, like duop in the chorus. Uh, ooh, the ca- baby, and then, ooh exactly. baby, exactly. I can't tell you how many times we've referenced that. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, from, it's from Friday, it's the from Friday, the 13th, okay. part <laughs> five, your favorite movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then the way that Huey says, hit me like a hammer. It's kind of like a yeah. forceful cadence. And then the yeah. guitar solo is really good. Number four, hip to be square. Yeah. Um, The driving of the organ and the drums and the snap and the pop of the snare, the sax solo, the full force boom before the chorus. We get it. You can articulate your favorite things. (laughs) Be quiet. Uh, (laughs) The guitar comes in strong at the right time in the pre-chorus. The multiple bass drum kicks on the the third. It's hip to be square. It's a dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. You know what a kick drum sounds like. And then a square sang it on Sesame Street. That's the first place I ever heard it. that's right. Um. Hard Rock and Roll, number three. I mean, it's the go-to Huey. Um, The Heartbeat Noise during Mm -hmm. it the sax solo and then the 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 the, the say the harder like i mean that's the most like that's i i love nailing that part Mm and singing along to it number two heart and soul the song is great of course but when the chorus comes in you have to crank that drum build into the Mm -hmm. driving fist pounding electric guitar like the power chords (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh and then the you had mentioned the clap during like a palm muted guitar solo yeah exactly i I love that guitar solo. is great and then number one is doing it all for my baby nice i feel yeah i feel embarrassed sometimes because because I've, it's my mom is here, and I'm yeah. talking about love songs. <laughs> yeah. But I am a sucker for love songs, yeah. and that is everything great about the new. To me, that's everything great about Huey Lewis in the news is showcased mm. because hard rock and roll is great, but I right. I, I liked how fours produce better yeah. and I think it's yeah. more full force. Well, and the love songs right. aren't super right. sappy either. No. No. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I Which think, I think the music videos kind of yeah. offset that because they're right. silly. Which right. I think most of the time I'm going to take with a sappy love song. But yeah. I think what sells us for me is the first two verses and the chorus. Mm. I, I'm not going to quote them because okay, I, I feel okay. embarrassed enough because my mom's <laughs> here and I'm talking about... You know what, I want for my love life. But, like, the, it, you know, the song. The first two verses in the song are something, you know, I strive to have You're and strive to right. be a part like, of. Yeah, it right. you know? sounds nice. Right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really cool. So, yeah. my number one is Doing It All for My Baby. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just, it, it's great to sing along to, especially the Doing It, Doing, doing It, Doing It, Doing It. I like it because they're talking doing about Doing It.
1: <laughs> 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 exactly. This was supposed to be rated G. We're didn't well, cuss. I mean, yeah, yeah, we didn't <laughs> quit talking about doing it. You're not married. Oh, oh well. well. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
0: Thanks for reminding me. Well, <laughs>
1: unless there's anything else
0: that we want to touch on. I think we've covered it pretty well. I think well, we're... I, go ahead. Well, yeah. I just... I yeah. wanted to
1: to promote this article again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I wouldn't call him a recluse now, but Huey Lewis is like living in Montana mm-hmm. by himself. Yeah. You know, and he can't perform. Mhm. musically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about sexually. Sexually. Okay, <laughs> you, you just got on you just
0: gone on us about making a, a very a very you, universal you, reference yeah. to that and then but, you got then you right. make a reference to well, I don't know if and, he can perform in other ways, <laughs> I don't know. Once
1: again, he's just, you know, he's Seems like an ordinary guy, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, yeah. someone you would like yeah. to hang out yeah. with, yeah. Yeah. and that's and, the appeal and, of in exactly. the news. Exactly, and yeah. it's so understated. It was trying to trying to go online and get information about him. It's hard, other than going to Wikipedia yeah. or their there website. Are, there are no, you know, memoirs out mm-hmm. there. There are no really, you know, bad stories, mm-hmm. uh, dirt about this band, and they are yeah. just like. It's like weird Al the, Yankovic. Yeah. And the they just are a great group seem to be a great group of guys yeah. that could get together and harmonize the harmonies of mm-hmm. their songs, the harmony yeah. of the music, the do du- just the you know, like we said before, the doo wop mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. That that is just, you know, guys sitting around, hanging out, playing like music. Like yeah, the three of yeah. us. <laughs> you know, that's kinda you know, that I what I grew up with with grandma and grandpa when i was a kid we we always had people over at our mm-hmm. house and they almost always I had told you to get out yeah we're trying to eat dinner get out get they, the would have, they, would have, they would have friends over and oh you know, they, were the, they were invited guests. they were invited guests, and were. you know they would they had and a couple of the guys had you know, guitars yeah. and they would bring in the guitars and the amps and the microphones and yeah. they'd sit up and play music. And that kind of had the, the feel of Huey Lewis and the news. Yeah. Just guys hanging out playing music. And that's, yeah. that's what and they were. That's what they yeah, would call themselves. Yeah. Like we're just,
0: you and know, then
1: they just so happen to have a big band behind them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: They just happen to sell out arenas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that was Huey Lewis and the news. We're um, like a, the three of us are like a formidable comedy troupe. I'm, <laughs> Dean Martin, you're Jerry Lewis, and you're some podunk from Hee Haw. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the famous comedy troupe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey well,
0: fellers, I got some jokes too. It's like, just stay back there, baby. Yeah.
1: If it weren't for bad luck, i have no luck at all. I have no
0: idea what you're talking about because I don't watch Hee Haw. <laughs> I actually, every now and then, there will be an infomercial for about an hour for hee haw i actually i watch it on youtube now because we yeah. don't have television right right um and i'll i'll watch it
1: one of our favorite channels to watch now is the time life the uh, commercial yeah. channel yeah. oh
0: i can't tell you how many times i walked upstairs and dad's watching the same commercial cycles through every yeah. like right 10 minutes and it's right. like i he and it's always i loved this song he's like i yeah. love that song yeah and each yeah. time a song comes up Yes. Yep. <laughs> I <still laughs> thought that was going somewhere. Yep. Yeah, me too. Yep. Well, Mom, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. I yes. uh, hope welcome. you had fun. Had,
1: had fun. Had a good yeah. time. Yeah.
0: Hopefully it'll come through in the episode for you, the listener. Um, that you was you were, you were better than Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let I'm, him talk. I'm just kidding.
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Tyler
0: was great. Here's <laughs> the thing, I was about to that defend was, myself, That was good.
1: I've never seen that movie. Mainly because I knew the background, yeah. yeah. Behind the, mm-hmm. what happened in the filming yeah. of the movie, yeah. it, and
0: Ty- Tyler will tell you he picks his spots when he, when he yeah. talks. Mm-hmm. He doesn't well, know he yeah. did, when he did talk and what he did say. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he's very good. He's, you, and you know, Tyler, you know Tyler.
1: He's not a very talkative I guy. I don't, re- don't really know him that well.
0: Yeah, well, not anymore.
1: <laughs> I don't know my sons anymore. <laughs> you got worn out with.
0: I six I enjoy recordings. being here,
1: looking at your faces. Thanks. Nice haircut, Matthew. Thank you. When are you getting a haircut, Stephen? Hey,
0: you're going to have to wait a long time. <laughs> Unless I get gum in my hair or head lice. I'm not going
1: to... Or job interview.
0: Well, even with a job interview. What if know, a doctor is like, you have coronavirus, but only in your hair? Then I cut my hair. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to be this person. I'm not going to be... One of those people with the attitude of, I'm, I'm so sick, but yeah. I'm so prideful to go into work. It's like, yeah. no, if no. someone says stay home or if the doctor yeah, said no. you have coronavirus in your hair, cut it. Okay. <laughs> I'm cutting my hair. <laughs> like when's the last time you cut your hair under dire circumstances? Was when it, was it? Oh, well here, here's what it was. A quick I set you up, up for it because yeah, it has to do because because with mom. Because you know what the story is. <laughs> yeah. um, so this will be the last thing to say before we, we leave you folks on this episode. So in middle school, we're big for those of you that listen. You all know we're big wrestling fans, yeah. and this really amped up and was an mm-hmm. obsession in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things mom was, was convinced that Satan made us a wrestling fan. Yep, <laughs> 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 it was actually a funny illustration <laughs> to where you you made a comment. Too. It was it was some stupid comment where I was like I was like you know I think like we're really into wrestling. I think it's like I think I think like. God has something to do with it, which sounds absurd, but I right, like, right. no, I think it's... And she pointed down. But she didn't <laughs> like say <Mom>! it. She <laughs> just pointed down. She didn't say it. <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> I don't remember that. I do. It's an, uh, it's an indelible print on my brain. But Matt and I had... The as much of a knockout drag a knockdown drag out fight as we could have we've never we've never punched each other and we've never really laid our hands on each other right. so I want to make that known for you okay um, but we had a pretty serious quote unquote serious skirmish. physical skirmish before oh, right. baseball practice one Saturday and you found out about it and you took our wrestling game away. And this is a game we played. We look. We couldn't play video games during the week. So this right. is something we pined to do every weekend. So right. it's something we spent hours doing, getting angry at. And you took our game away. And at this time, this was eighth grade and I had long hair. Not as long as it would come to be in later years, mm-hmm. but long for that time. About
1: the, as long as you have it now.
0: Yeah. And I would wear it like a scene kid, you know, swoopy. Of course. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like kids in the in 2005 war um but uh you you were it, it we were we didn't have it for like a month and we kept asking can we get it back and you're like no 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 and then finally you're like, you can get it back if you get a haircut and i and matt matt was <laughs> hey, like samson and, well, that, that's, and i i was even at the time i was tentative. i was like uh matt's like please steven please please get a haircut and i'm like <laughs> Okay. And I got a haircut and we got it back that day and we're after not before going to Chesterfield Mall. Right. Because that's right. what we would do on days we would get haircuts. Yeah. Um yeah. and we got our game back and that's that's the only kind of dire circumstance I had to get a haircut. Right. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> um what but, if Huey Lewis walked in the door and was like, Hey Steven, get your haircut, man. He's like, What's your mom wants it? <laughs>
1: K. That Huey. sounded just like him. I know, just
0: for you, Huey. Yeah. Um, also, I like hip to be square because I don't care what's cool now, and I'll do what I want, and yeah. I'm, I'm hip because of it. Yep, exactly. Um, but that was Huey Loose in the news. I almost oh, so one more story before we leave you, folks, because um, this cause this is something we reference with um, friends all with the, friends all the when time. We tell you like you're a mythological figure to a lot of our friends in terms of like your your comedy and like your oh my gosh like. Just the stories you may not find that you're like, I wasn't trying to be funny, but you're just right. being goofy in yeah, yes. our eye roll response. Right, like, right. We were like, always they're, asking us to get you a dozen donuts at Old Town. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then one time you were cutting meat and we're like, hey, mom. And you didn't even say, yeah, you just looked up and held a knife to our face. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> or the time that Andrew brought that girl over to dad, the party for, that we yeah, were yeah. having for dad and I'm cutting cake yeah. and he brings her over to introduce her. To me, and I turn around with a knife. <laughs> right. That's your thing. I'm a blade like, man, man.
0: Or, 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 um, or, the... like, give me a dozen donuts. No, I'm your mom. <laughs> like, it's like, so what? And you're like, fine, get out of here. Yeah, I don't care. Get out of here. Or
1: the time that you came up from the basement before church, and I asked if you were a shark or a jet.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that wasn't really that fun. I thought but, it was hilarious. But, <laughs> so this story is you're a big Elvis fan. So yes. we were in the cars, me, you, and Tyler. And we're listening to an Elvis song. And the, um, the opening line, is, or the, uh, there's a line in there, the hand that rocks the cradle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was joking. and said, did he say the hand that robs the cradle? He's talking <laughs> about robbing the cradle. And you're like, Rocks rocks the cradle and then you do like the the moloic like the devil hands like the rock and roll you're like rocks rocks the cradle rock and roll yeah. <laughs> just the spacing of it oh, okay. oh, you it's, it's you have to I have
1: i hilarious you have to have oh some gosh.
0: instinctive comedic timing to, to space that out <laughs> don't let it go to your head yeah uh, okay this is a new development for okay. us <laughs> that we think you're hilarious <laughs> yes
1: yes i'm surprised you think of me at all yeah. you don't oh, call please no, get no
0: out me. of it. okay episode over <laughs> get out of here yeah. no thank you for coming yeah. on you're you. welcome we, it's also there we entice you with having lunch with us as well um what nothing <laughs> no, <laughs> you didn't remember well we're going out to dinner tonight yeah, yeah i know but also yeah. in, we, the, in the text i had said we can also go out to lunch oh yeah a, yeah i remember that but,
1: but that was before we made plans to go to all right. dinner okay well and
0: that's at that's at five tonight
1: yes okay um cannolis.
0: Okay. So we'll go to that We're not eating
1: cannolis. It's at Cannolis Restaurant right. in Florissant. I know. Next to Walgreens. <laughs> in Florissant Meadows. Here it is. Yes. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Oh, that
0: also reminds me of a time where we like we had just moved out and but we were picking you up for something and drive, and driving you back to So, you're in dad's house. Uh And this is like fresh off. We had just moved out. So, I was getting up to the street and you said, Turn here. I was like, I know (laughs) where it is. (laughs) So, that little funny bit you just did reminded me of that. So, yeah, thank you again for joining us. Um, This has been Radcast Records. Uh, We don't have a tag like we do with Radcast Rentals. So, just hit them with what we usually do. Be kind, re- no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, right. Be good to <laughs> yourselves, be good to each other, because why would you want to be rude when you could be rad? Red. We'll see you next week.
1: And what I I believe
0: This concludes our broadcast day.